It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it's time for another NFL in London podcast. It's our week five crit where we look back at all the week five games and how lovely they are. Hey, we might as well talk about that and Buffalo Jacksonville game. That was wasn't that uh, fun. You went to the game. I did. How did you? How well, did you find the experience? I want my money back. Um, um, no, the experience is great. First, I will say, even though we were we were um, in the in like the upper decks, but yeah. man, like there's not a bad seat in that place. That's yeah. the one thing I'll say about that stadium. It's incredible for sight lines. Like even though we're high up, it's almost better in a lot of ways. Where you yeah. can just see guys open and plays break down. Um, if you want to go into the game, it was a bit of a disaster. Uh, well, it was a bit Buffalo. of a disaster. I mean, Buffalo loses this one, 20 to 25. I mean, Jacksonville, obviously, um, you know, it's a home game for them. Buffalo, obviously, when Matt Milano gets hurt, uh, the, the, the game sort of takes a change in the trajectory there. Um, but yeah. Buffalo struggled and uh, just didn't seem to be comfortable uh, in the game. No, the one thing, it's just, I think they just look slow. They mm-hmm. look slow. They look tired. They like a bunch of idiots. They had sports scientists who told them to travel on the red eye on Thursday. So they landed like Friday afternoon, Friday morning, and they wanted to play football in a good day and think they're going to get, it was a terrible decision. And you've now seen that Baltimore is basically left on Monday after watching Buffalo play. They're like, yeah, we're going Monday. All right. We're getting acclimatized because I don't know what they were thinking. It was a massive advantage. It seemed like a massive advantage for Jacksonville. They looked faster. They looked more aggressive. And you're right. Like when you lose a guy like Milano, you can't replace him. Mm-hmm. You know, they've lost Trey White. They've lost Milano. They lost Daquan Jones for the season as well, like, who was also one of their top defensive linemen. It's just, and again, it, it all falls on to, um, it, it all seems to happen on turf. We're having problems. You know, yeah. across the board, it's becoming this thing. Like, look how many injuries we have in the NFL this year. It feels way worse than any of the last couple of years. It you know, does. Justin Jefferson just went on. The, considering how many stars we've lost, I'm actually surprised we haven't lost more quarterbacks. That's the one thing we well, haven't yeah, really and, lost. And many. you've got the Thursday night game as well back in MetLife Field, which has been the ankle eater where Patrick Mahomes will be playing. Um, yeah, I did watch it, a U.S. program that did discuss London and did discuss how players don't like the turf here. Uh, and they, well, they the say it's they like cement. Yeah. They say it's and like the, playing on cement. And one of the reasons the players are just like, and there was a few players I was watching on, on ESPN in America, and they were just like, we don't like going to London because that field, it will ruin your career. And I didn't realize yeah. that. I had never heard it from that. And, and the couple of players that had played here before were saying that they didn't like it because they're creatures of routine, you know, where everything is scheduled every hour. And then you've got a 14-hour difference and, you know, I think it was Pat McAfee yeah, off and it. He called it. He was like, the, he's like, it's a Las Vegas because once you're there, you know, if you're there for too many days, <clears throat> then it's bad because you'll disappear, um, yeah. which is why. And, yeah. Buffalo is just, and also their offense just failed from yeah. like the get go. They punted on their first four drives. Couldn't get anything going. There were three and outs. They had uh, Jacksonville at almost 40 minutes to 20 yeah. like in a game. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And again, once they lost Milano, that, that Travis Etienne could do what he wanted. And, you know, no Tredavious White really hurt. And they also lost Christian Benford, their other starting quarterback. Yeah. So it's just been, it's kind of like, this is like a repeat of every year in Buffalo, where three years ago, Tredavious White went down. We lost some guys. The last year, Von Miller went down. This yeah. year, we've lost Matt Milano. It's just like one year after the next. It's But you got to keep, 
they still end up winning the division, making the playoffs. So I still feel good. The next few games are winnable where they could easily be six mm-hmm. and two. These are just the games they made a mistake by coming so late. And I think it costs them in that regard because even though like it was 25 20, it didn't feel close. Like they got a bunch of garbage yards, garbage points at the end. Mm-hmm. And they just had to keep, they really couldn't move it down at all. So. It was it was a beatdown. Jacksonville was smart. They played it better. They were more aggressive, and they Buffalo made a colossal mistake, and they paid for it. So. Yeah, I mean, but that's one of the things. I mean, since we've seen the NFL coming to London, they used to come earlier, and what's happened is they've started coming Thursdays and Fridays now, and it's because of costs. People don't want to be here, and it's not good for training. And and so you know when you hear a lot of these things, you start hearing the players say it's like, oh, okay. So it's going to be weird to see how it's crazy. How How would you not want to come to London? It's one of the greatest cities in the world. (laughs) Distractions, food, there's all these things. Oh, God, send me to the beautiful city. Well, there's also a thing that people forget when you send me back to Green Bay where it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Well, you know, you get to go to this amazing park. Go send me back to Buffalo where I can uh, get some actual wins. The the problem is also people forget it's like you and I travel back and forth. I travel quite a bit back and forth to North America. They have different additives in the food, uh, starches, sugars. Your stomach gets messed up. Like when I go back to North America, it takes me a few days to eat. And when I come back here, it's the same thing because your body's trying to deal with all these extra processed crap in there. And it's almost for them. It's being detox. So all that stuff comes into play. <laughs> all of it. Give me up, my give me my additives. Just take it. Give me my orange cheese. Um, Put them in my veins. Buffalo Bills take the loss. Um, yeah. You know, what, what can you do on that one? Uh, yeah. We look at, Move on. We look, yeah, we'll look at some of the other games that happened in there. Um, so we'll, we'll go through the other week, uh, other big week four. We had Houston and Atlanta. Um, you know, in this game, you were all over uh, saying Houston was going to win this one, and Atlanta's <laughs> finally showed up. Yeah. I think, it's more, I think it's more Desmond Ritter showed up. You know, yeah. he looked good. He had first 300-yard game. Um, because if you looked at him for the first four weeks, even for the first yeah. yeah four weeks, you wouldn't think he'd even ever be able to throw for 300 yards. So, mm-hmm. you know, against the Houston defense, that wasn't terrible, you know, no. like we all thought it was going to be. But I think, again, Houston's just going to have these games where the thing is they're competitive. It's it's not, you know, Stroud still hasn't had that rookie game. Yeah. You know, Ritter was able to get Kyle Pitts involved. Which was mm-hmm. nice to see after I bench him after four weeks. He did yeah. has a good game. Bijan had that beautiful uh, like behind the back touchdown again. Just they they did what they they were supposed to be doing. You got B, use Bijan. Let's get it to Kyle Pitts. Let's use Drake London. And wow, they win. So again, it was against Houston. You want to see yeah. what happens. You need to kind of stack good games upon good games. So. It's a positive sign, but if you're a Atlanta fan, you want to see Ritter do it again. Doesn't have to throw for 300, sure. but a nice like 250, two touchdown game, something like that. Don't be competitive. And uh, yeah, again, I think Houston. Every game is just kind of fun. Let's just see what Stroud can yeah, do. Yeah, no, they they can see just it. I mean, Stroud it. still hasn't thrown an interception, so yeah, it's great to see. Um, that's crazy. It is. I mean, I think for to your point, it was nice to see Ritter light it up to his to whatever. But I mean, lighting it up with only twenty one points and you still let in nineteen. It's good well, to no, get the I win. Lighted it up. I mean, was had yeah. his best game as a, he had as his best a... game. But again, twenty one points. I mean, that was a struggle for them. So it's good to see that they're able to to not rely exclusively on the running game. Uh, and Josh again, Allen threw for three fifty and got twenty points. So yeah. <laughs> There you go. So, but a good really. win for Atlanta. I mean, you know, it puts them to a winning record and, and nice for them. 
Uh, Detroit, Carolina. This one was reverse score, 42 to 24 in this one. Oh, man. What can you say? Detroit just continues to steamroll on, which was a nice win for this one. Looking uh, looking kind of playoff worthy. Offense, Jared Goff has, has three wins. Carolina continues to drop down. And David Montgomery, uh, you know, had another one as well. Um, you know, you've got Jared oh, Goff. You know, is it but Bryce Young's, you know, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Jared Goff looked pretty good. Three touchdowns, uh, 20 for 28. Yeah, he was great. Again, Goff looks good. And when mm-hmm. they did that without Amon St. Brown, you know, they, they got Montgomery, it looks good. They yep. Hutchinson's a beast out there. They're a really fun team, especially um in an NFC that can be like I think except San Francisco clearly look like the best, yeah. but um, but like you can see Detroit like being that team that um, you don't want to basically play in the playoffs. Yeah, no, if they grab some once momentum. They get to, once they get to full power. Uh, but, man, Carolina, if you're a Carolina fan, you must just be going through, like, I don't know what stage in the in the stages of grief you are. I think you're still in anger. I think they've gone, I think they've full circled. They, I think they did you're a lap still in it. <laughs> They're on the second run. Yeah, I just going to say, let's try it again. <laughs> Actually, can I go down this ride one more time, please? Yeah, I, uh, I want to grieve. <laughs> Because right now you're looking, it's looking like the worst trade in NFL history, especially mm-hmm. which it's looking like it's going to be the number one pick. Yeah, to be honest with you, like I don't see many wins Carolina's going to get, like unless no. Bryce Young can take a big jump. But the fact is, they're t- doing all this talk about trying to trade for another receiver. Yeah, but it's like you don't have a draft pick, and you can't trade second round pick, which yeah. is going to be the first of the second round. So it's like you, you're just kind of screwed completely screwed and you just got to take your lumps and just hope it's not the number one pick, but you're getting a top three pick bears. So the bears got to just be sitting back loving this. Yeah, we're, watching we're this. And then you even, you even had Frank Reich in the press conference, just like basically admitting that the owner made him take Bryce young. Cause he yeah. wanted CJ Stroud, which you yeah. never hear. No, you know, exactly. So, no, especially that's in the first just year. a guy who's just like, well, what do you want me to do with yeah. this little, Oh, and little five, guy? nothing to lose. You know what is surprising? It's the 24 points that Carolina was able to put up. You know, like Detroit did. They didn't have it full grasp. It, it was, you know, it wasn't an easy struggle all the way. Um, so yeah. it was nice and to I, see, you know, because it was obviously Detroit puts up 28 points in the first half. Um, and then, you know, they respond with 10. So it's 28 to 10 at a half. So, but it was the, nothing in the third quarter and then fourth quarter garbage. But, you know, at least they were able to get on the board. That's got to be a positive for them, you'd hope. Um, no hope in Tennessee and Indianapolis, man, this, this game, uh, ugly, fugly, juggly all over this sucker. Um, Tennessee loses one 23 to 16. Um, their defense is having some real struggles, uh, you know, and obviously not good. Zach Moss had a good game. Um, Richardson's out again, uh, for four to six weeks. So it's Minshew mania. Mr. Glass. He's Mr. Glass. And now you've got the Tennessee team, you know, who's, who's two and three and heading into London not feeling good about themselves. Um, you know, Tannehill didn't look that great. 23 to 34, 264 yards. You know, they can't get the running game. It seemed to be going. So I don't know what, what's the hope for these guys when they come over here. Cause this is sort of an ugly game. You know, when you start looking at it, uh, 23, 16, it's been a common score this year. Yeah. 23, 16. The crazy thing about it is how Zach, how good Zach Moss is, especially yeah. they, they go and sign, um, Jonathan Taylor to a big contract, giving him mm-hmm. a like, pretty decent money for a running yeah. back. Running back, fourteen. Yeah, good about that. Yeah, it's, 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 Zach, a, it's a respectable contract considering he was going to buy that money, use that money to buy a whale. 
<laughs> and now Zach Moss is just running like he's Marshawn Lynch out there, just busting plays. Where was that in Buffalo a couple of years I know. ago? I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. So now they got a big problem. So now if you're Indianapolis, like you got a nice little piece in Zach Moss you can yeah. trade. You know, yeah. like someone who's looking for a running back who's kind of like that big pounder. And now like his his value is only going to get higher. And mm-hmm. if you're just going to put him on the bench, like, what's, get some value for him, especially your young team like Indy fighting for wins. But listen, they got a great backup. They got Minshew. Minshew yeah. comes in and kind of is a steady. He's he was 11 for 14 back. for 155 yards. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, comes he's in, the best backup. In. Yeah, he's the best. It's it's crazy to me how Gardner Minshew isn't a starter in this league. I know. Like and then numbers, someone didn't trade for him. When people are talking Kirk Cousins and you could grab this guy for a steal. No, but if you're getting Josh Dobbs, who comes in two weeks before the season starts. Yeah. You have Gardner Minshew, whose career numbers are if you had that as your numbers, mm-hmm. you you'd have a job and there's how many bad quarterback play we've seen this year. Like mm-hmm. how the jets haven't said, like, let's bring in Minshew or something like that. Yeah. Like, maybe, or maybe Indy's just like, we're not trading him. He's just one of those guys everywhere he goes, he performs and he steps in, he holds, and now he's got to do it for the next four weeks. And yeah. if he plays well, he can now, you know, get himself seen again, maybe well, if he, before the deadline, you know, if you got 19 days before the October 31st it, deadline, yeah, maybe starts, somebody makes a move of, for the little Minshew, you know? Exactly, right? Because Indy has to really kind of see how those games go. Because right now they're they're looking good in a division that's yeah. kind of up for grabs. So as long as they're competitive, and Minshew's going to do that. And I think Tennessee's just, you know, I think Tennessee's going to have the games like last week where Henry looked like he was back, and then he, this week yeah. not as good. And they're just... Like Tannehill's uninspiring. They don't really like. You had a really good Hopkins game, but it's just it's just not all there for them. And mm-hmm. no matter what, Tannehill's not going to be able to just lead this team to the playoffs. So they're just kind of they're in a really bad spot because they are going to have to realize that they got to blow this up soon. Yeah, if if you're Tennessee, right? Like, Some's got to be dramatic. What are you because, doing? Yeah. You got a thirty year old, you got a thirty year old Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. like a thirty five year old Tannehill, who can bear, who can still maybe have some value, maybe. Yeah, but it looks like they're they're they sh- a couple more losses. You can see lots of teams just start selling at the deadline. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be an exciting trade deadline, I think, this year. Well, there's a lot of, lot to go around, which is and a, and a lot of people needed on different ones as well. Um. Let's talk about this. Uh, the next game, the Dolphins uh, taking on the Giants. The Giants just can't do anything. Uh, but the Dolphins lose uh, Devonta Shane for four to six games, depending. Uh, he's out. Um, had a good run. Uh, Miami continues to move on. They take that loss from the previous week on the chin. Um, but you know, ooh, man, you know Miami was a, a beatdown. You know Miami gets the confidence in New York again. This is this is a free fall for them because. You know, without Saquon and and with Daniel Jones looking the way he's been playing, ooh, it's not looking good in New York for them. Yeah, I know. It's just like the public um, beatdowns of mm-hmm. New York just continue, don't they? Yeah. It just feels like every week New York's, again, their offensive line is just giving up an exorbitant amount of sacks. Mm-hmm. Now, Daniel Jones looks like he's going to be out. He's probably not going to play. Tyron Ty Taylor, revenge game. Against Buffalo this week, that'll that'll be revenge. Which would be kind of <laughs> fun. Be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but again, with that offensive line, no Saquon, no weapons, no mm-hmm. defense. It's just a mess right now. And and Dayball, who went from like the this amazing like godlike coach who took him to the playoffs and won yeah. a playoff game when no one thought they'd do anything, 
It's like the second year is literally the complete opposite. Oh, yeah. And it's all coming it's down. not really his fault. Now they gave all this money to Dan Jones, and now you got a decision. What do we do? We got to kind mm-hmm. of like, we got to have to blow this up because this isn't working. And clearly, Daniel Jones isn't working. It's Every time he's money, out there, he's though, getting. You know? Yeah, but I think they can get out of it. But then it depends on how bad they fall. Like, if I think if they fall low enough, they're going to want to kind of get a quarterback and move on. Dayball gets his guy because yeah. I think. That's the thing, at least with Josh Allen, he got to like groom Josh Allen from, mm-hmm. from a young age. Which got we all like to hear grooming him. from a young got rat- age. <laughs> got to ratatouille him, you know, yeah. control him, teach him how to do it. So I think that's what he wants. And I think that and again, they lose, they're probably gonna lose to Buffalo this week. And yeah, soon it's gonna be like free fall and calling Tom Petty looks right, he's dead. One in uh, seven, they're gonna yeah. be. And, I mean, once you over. get to that point, once you start getting into the one and nines by week ten, it's like Okay, so this went horribly wrong. Um, yeah, it's over. Well, uh, you'll know it's over before it gets to them. Speaking of going horribly wrong, Bill Belichick has taken two on the chin, uh, the hardest losses in his career. I, I mean, I thought the Patriots would do something here, but Derek Carr finally came alive, as did the New Orleans Saints defense, 34 to nothing. Nothing. Big egg for Bill. Um, <laughs> all is not good. And even Robert Kraft is like, I, I'm not, I'm not a below firing or above firing them. Um, man, uh, Bill, it's just, it's just everything it's like, going. It's so lovely to see though, you know, cause watching it's the like watching for so long. An, it's like yeah. watching an old wrestler who just can't go off the top rope anymore. Yeah. But he, he keeps landing on the concrete. But he, yeah. keeps, he keeps wanting to fight and keep wanting his title matches. It's like, yeah. dude, you're, it's kind of the game's kind of, I don't know. I get Who's going to say he he doesn't have a lot of great. His offense is terrible. But the only problem is Bill Belichick's responsible for all that. He's the GM, yep. right? So it's not like he can blame anyone. He's responsible for this team he put together. Mm-hmm. And the more it go, goes by, the Brady-Belichick debate is very one-sided. Oh, yeah. And I don't think anyone's going to question it. So, again, I think, again, there, it's just going to get uglier. And I don't think anyone in... New England's expecting a winning season. They're not going to the playoffs. No. And now it's the only thing is is that do you tank the rest of the season get and give Belichick a new young quarterback to kind of go forward? But he's in his 70s. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't – his drafting choices have, have been sort of questionable, I would say. You know, let's take a long snapper. It's like, oh, you don't need one. Um, <laughs> this um, guy plays lacrosse. I'm going to yeah, draft Yeah, it's, he's really good at uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so you're just, I don't know. It, it, I mean, someone's going to have to spin around here because the team is not absolutely horrible. But they, I think they're better They're better than the past two games. But still, woo, that's not looking <laughs> the good. The crazy thing is, who'd have, who'd have thought their offense would be worse with Bill O'Brien than yeah. it was with Matt Patricia. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like we all made fun of the fact that Patricia was calling plays. They were better. Yeah. <laughs> they were better. And that's what I think is so grim to yeah. Patriots fans. It's just like, what the hell? This Bill O'Brien is supposed to be like an offensive coach guy, got a head coaching job because of it. And he's just like Matt. Like, yeah, he's Mac just, Jones is completely right. Mac Jones is like, I mean he just needs a fresh start. I think everyone needs to kind of CFL. I mean he's he's up. got that, yeah, because he does have that sort of Zach Wilsonness about him. You know, you're just like, oh man, like he just does plays and you're like, kid, what are you doing in this league? Um Yeah, he keeps yeah, he keeps giving pick sixes away. Yeah, every week, crazy so. picks, and you're just like, you weren't even looking. Like, you know, I mean, we'll get into Jordan Love and his just someone's down there kind of throws. 
Um, but yeah, there was just a bit of that. I, I think it was nice to see the Saints solidify, you know, because Derek Carr was having some issues. It didn't look like he'd get down the field. Their defense showed up. I mean, it was a pretty demonstrative 34 to nothing. It was, it was just one of those, it's over, you know, like it's over at half. Yeah. Um, a team that shot themselves in the foot. Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Baltimore Ravens because Baltimore just kept dropping balls. Like, yeah, Baltimore would have won this game if they kind of held on to the balls. They made so many mistakes in this one. It falls apart. They lose to Pittsburgh 17 to 10. Uh, Tomlin gets his win. But Baltimore was obviously the better team in this one. They've had injuries. They had stupidity. You can see Lamar Jackson is starting to get frustrated at this point. Yeah, well, it's seven drops. Seven yeah. drops is a lot of drops in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, exactly. It was a classic Tomlin game, right? You know, that yep. game where after taking a beat down the last week, he doesn't let it happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, you had that TJ Watt just punching Zay Flowers in the face. The, 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 um, the, the, little, the, the little man, but I think they, there was a name again, of bad These games are him. always just like coin flips, it feels like to me. Every time you watch Pittsburgh Baltimore, it's a coin flip. Who knows mm-hmm. who's going to win this week? Um, again, didn't really feel like anyone did anything amazing out there. There wasn't like this offensive shootout. No one took a step and made like Lamar was fine. Like it wasn't his best game. It was probably one of his worst games of the season, considering he's my fantasy quarterback and got me, yeah. I think, nine points. So which well, the drops didn't help. And and yeah. Yeah. But it just felt like again, I don't really take much out of it. I, I think Baltimore's really kind of struggled offensively, considering everyone was all talking about this like Todd Munkin offense yeah. and now they're gonna he's gonna throw for four thousand yards and you have Odell who can't even get on the field they signed him for 12 million and the guy's played like what like how many snaps like 10 yeah. snaps probably so that's been a bit of a disaster and they and you know losing Dobbins they just having a lot of bad luck injury wise but if Lamar Lamar got his money and Lamar's got to be the guy who kind of takes it upon himself and puts the team on his back when nothing's working. Like in the way Josh Allen would just be go turn into maniac mode and just put his body on the line just to get any, any sort of victory. So if Lamar's getting the big money, he's got to, he's got to step up and, and, and put it on him, even though he had the drops, but you've got to win those games. Yeah. I mean, you obviously have to, to step up and, you know, put that on your shoulders. I mean, you look, you know, conversely to Deshaun Watson, who was injured, cleared to play, but he didn't clear himself. You know, is it because you're playing the 49ers? The, the responsibility with great money comes great money. Yeah, responsibility. Exactly. Um, and so what you, and you're right. It, it's, it seems like Lamar is actually stepping up to, to address the fact, hey, I got paid the big cash um, and trying to deal with it. But it doesn't help when every you, you can almost see it was glory hunting. You'd see the guys get the ball and they start looking ahead before the ball hits their hands. And then the ball drops and you're just like, come on guys. Like don't think of the play before the play actually happens. Um, a play actually happened. Uh, finally came back as Cincinnati and Joe Burrow looked alive. He's alive. He's back. He throws He's three back, touchdowns baby. to uh, Jamar chase. Uh, he gets 317 yards. The calf is still looking. Eh, but I mean, well, maybe he's, the he says it's hundred percent now, so yeah, he looked back. You know, he had um, he looked like yeah, he had the best game of the season. Jamar it was a bit Chase more zip to him, which was nice to see. You know, Jamar Chase yeah, was obviously was... complaining enough about not being given the damn ball. He gets it. Well, he, uh, got, but he got the damn ball. He got the damn ball indeed. Joe Burrow had a good one. Josh Dobbs did not do as well. I mean, he had two touchdowns with two interceptions as well. Um, it was nice to see Cleveland's. Uh, or Cincinnati's defense step up a bit. 
but you know they still let in 20 points um so there's yeah. still and it was some still issues. again it's still arizona you still want to yeah. see him going up against a bit bit of a better team bit of a more of a challenge just to see how much he really is back but he definitely looked good he moved mm-hmm. around the pocket he wasn't you know he was throwing down the field which he wasn't doing any of the weeks before yeah. so uh, so he looked great. And if he's back, he's going to be pissed. So angry, angry, swaggy Joe Burrow back is always fun to watch. Always. And he did that without T Higgins, really. Yeah. Like, so to have once he gets back, I think there's going to be. Well, let's see. Let's see how it goes again. Like I said, you got to stack good yeah. performances. So if he can do it again next week and it looks like he's back, then great. Yeah, we'll have to I see. Just... And getting Joe Mixon involved and splitting it all, splitting the, the ball all around as well. Um, it was a tighter game uh, for the Eagles in Philadelphia as they survived a 23 to 14 um, tough win. Uh, but it was the defense of the Eagles seemed to carry them over this one. Jalen Hurts, 303 touchdowns, uh, a touchdown, and he also rushed for 72 yards. Um, you, know, LA Rams are can be a bit of a, a stick in the mud for some people, and they they held them to 23 points, made it a bit tougher than it should have been, and kept themselves in the game. I mean, you know, obviously. LA is is surprising people with their play this year because a lot of us just thought they'd be crap. Well, now, well, now they got Cooper Cup back too, so it's even yeah. better. Puka Dakua, they're looking like a little bit of an offense, but yeah, like Jalen Hurts just had that classic Jalen Hurts game he had last year a lot of the time, where it was just three hundred yards, seventy yards. It's basically all the whole team's offense. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked great, but again, it wasn't. Yeah, like you said, it wasn't dominant. Usually, if you saw those numbers, you'd think they put up like 35, 40. Yeah. Something like that, because that's what that's what it shows. But again, just not being able to finish drives and just keep letting again with Cooper Cup back, it just makes them a bit more dangerous. He comes back like he hasn't missed a step. I think he had over yeah. 100 yards. Puka Nakua still look good. Like again, they're they're going to be a fun team to play. And I think every time any the Rams gimme wins that everyone thought they were going to get aren't happening. And I think in the NFL we see that every year. It's the all the teams that we thought, oh, this is a gimme when you looked at the schedule earlier yeah. in the year, you're like, ah, oh, god damn it, this could be a tough game now. It's definitely not a gimme so, in that one. And uh, you know, it's also Dallas Goddard. I mean, like that to a testament to the finally, sort of shutdown of the secondary. He had 117 yards, you know. So he was like their leading receiver for Philip. Yeah, he had his finally because he's really struggled this year. He hasn't really had much going for him. So to have a big game. Well, it showed just good. how you know, how he's able to cut through the Rams. They were able to shut down the, the some of the wide receivers, but they couldn't in the middle of the field. So it was nice to see 23 to 14 low scoring game. Um, this game we thought would be tight as well as the Kansas City Chiefs came into Minnesota uh, and Justin Jefferson is gone now for about four to six games and um, with his IR. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes is tough to beat, but this game was pretty close at some point. You know, it's it, uh, Minnesota trying to come back in the fourth quarter, trying to make it close. Uh, but it was, you know, it was the third quarter where the Chiefs put in those 14 points that got them the separation because it was tied at 13 going into the half. Yeah. Yeah. It was, again, it, it was like, like the Eagles. It just like wasn't a dominant Chiefs performance, especially against a team you should be able to just go up and down the field on. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it just shows you like if they don't have Kelsey, like th- there's a weapons problem in Kansas City right yeah. now. Like their receivers do not look like they're getting open. They they're look- it's looking like it's a lot diff- more difficult for Mahomes to get anything going. They also got really lucky that there was not like when um, Snead took his helmet off that there was no oh, penalty, yeah. which didn't yeah. make any sense. Especially put your helmet back on. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, like it's just it's literally a, lot, a rule that everyone in the league knows. You take yeah. your helmet off during on the field, yeah. it's a penalty. So yeah. it's crazy that it wasn't blown. 
No, it was, uh, yeah. But again, it just shows me now Kansas City gets to play Denver, get a nice, they'll put up 40 probably, and yeah. everyone will be laughing like, oh, the Chiefs are back. But again, it didn't feel, it feels like the AFC is wide open. I couldn't even tell you who the best team right now is. Yeah, no, it is. They're still, I it's still it too Buffalo early to tell. Week and now they lost. So it's like, yeah. who knows? You don't, you don't happen. really and, know yet. And yeah, it's, it's, and now Minnesota, you just now, what do you do? Cause it's a bit of a mess. You got Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a free agent. It looks like with no Jefferson now, they got to, and he's not going to want to sign if they're no. not going to have like a good, at least a good rookie or something like that. So if I'm Minnesota, it's going to be a big decision to see what happens after this week, especially yeah. if they lose. You have to wonder if there's, as they talk about the fire sale, as they're saying about selling off everything on it. Kirk Cousins said, I don't pay attention to that stuff, but you know, if you get traded to someone who's got a chance to win a Super Bowl, maybe you do. Um, yeah, it, Minnesota stayed in the game, you know, and and it does show that Kansas City does have some problems. You, you did mention without Kelsey, but the defense still looks good. The wide receivers, I don't know. The running game, they could, they've got committee there, but it, the Chiefs are still beatable, you know, whereas you look at the 49ers, you go, I don't know if you can beat the 49ers. Uh, the Jets <laughs> were able to get a win. Yay, Zach. Uh, they stormed into Denver to the Broncos and put down a 31-21, not really a beating, but... Uh, it was good enough of, uh, you know, 52 points. I think a lot of that's a lot more points than a lot of people thought. Um, Reese Hall uh, had, a, had a good one as well. Um, but, you know, it was the fourth quarter. There was 21 points in the fourth quarter there that really sort of put it on. The Jets were able to to really put it away there. Um, yeah, you know, ugly game. But for the Jets, they get a bit of confidence. You get a win. You know, you've beaten Buffalo and you beat Denver. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a little bit of both sides of the of the pie, um, but yeah, it was again. It looks like the whole Dalvin Cook thing's a mess. It's basically now they're just like we're giving it to Brees. That seventy yard mm-hmm. run just showed that this dude is this dude is for real. He's really good. Again, Denver. This is just kind of hilarious. It was always going to end this way. As soon as um, as soon as uh, what's his name talks shit about Hackett. Yeah. Um, you knew that that the Jets were going to have this big game set up and to win and give him the game ball. I'm surprised he didn't like carry him on his shoulders. Yeah, um, out, out off the pitch. Um, to be honest with you, but um, oh look at me sounding all British saying pitch. Yes, to the field. I'm um, punish myself for that one. But again, it was you beat Denver. Great job, Jets. Like, yeah, and it took you like literally to the last second with a defensive touchdown to kind of seal the victory. So I wouldn't say like it was a it was a decent game from from Zach Wilson following last game. So he's had two kind of good games. Yeah. Not great. So let's see if he can do it again next week. But if I'm if I'm the Jets, they got a couple of easy games. I think they've they're almost through the worst part of the schedule now. And I think if they can just Get one more win, maybe they can just yeah. see if they again get a guy like Cousins, maybe comes in. Then that team could be kind of scary for the second half. Really depends on what they do next week. Yeah, I mean the defense is still playing. They've got they still have a lot of the pieces there around it. Um, and if Aaron Rodgers keeps injecting himself with seal uteruses or whatever well, he's doing to to make himself, maybe he'll be back in you know, for the playoffs. Well, hey, I doubt and it. Kelsey are going to have a vaccine debate. They're going to have so. a yeah. No, yeah. I saw I saw him <laughs> challenge him to that on the Pat McAfee show. And debate I, me, bro. Yeah, debate me, bro. Debate me, bro. All right, the Jets get the win. It, the the funny thing, you know, Broncos is you bring in Sean Payton to fix everything. 
Their record is worse with Sean Payton than it was um, with Hackett I, last I year. I think he's. I think he's tanking. On, I, I part of me thinks he's tanking on purpose, and then part of me thinks like he just took the money and was like, "Ah, this is a stupid idea." Just like but, that Netflix movie he did was just horrible. Yeah, they, exactly. Kevin yeah. James can be doing a better job. He's a big meme these days. Kevin James has finally made it back he's to the meme game. The meme. He's, he's all over he's the meme bring, game. Make a comeback just for memes. Just and then people be like, you know, you know, he died thirty years ago. Yeah. he just lives on in memes. The yeah, king of Paul Blart mall cops. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the big game. How about uh, you know F Dallas, uh, which now apparently they're talking about finding Kittle. Kittle finally gets well, in the yeah, game. I'm glad I'm on the definitely going to get a definitely going to get a fine for that. Ah, there's it was fun though. Children watching. Yeah, yeah. So you, know, like, you can't. Did, did, of course, not, you got to get a fine. At eight o'clock at night, they're not children. Watch if they are. They should be in bed. It's school night. Um, look, Dallas uh, takes a beating. Uh, San Fran just poured it on. It wasn't even close in this one. Uh, Forty-two to ten. You know, Cowboys fans licking their wounds after this one, but 49ers, you know, for real, bang on, bang 30. on. Thirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at the beginning of the year, I was just like, I don't, I don't understand how this. Everyone's just, and he's been awesome. So yeah. I will. He's one forty four point four rating, two hundred fifty two yeah, yards, touchdowns. four touchdowns, seventeen for twenty four. Just dropping dimes, just doing everything. It's like a well oiled machine, just working. It's kind of like in the way, like when when you saw Brady come into the league in yeah. a way where he just came in, just like it just made things in the right system, mm-hmm. in the right system with the right coaches and the right right players around them and it just worked and that's what kind of feels like it just feels like it just works and no matter even though even McCaffrey doesn't have as big a game is that Purdy can step up and do it and have that big game so especially with the defense I think San Francisco is just going to depend on health like they just got to stay healthy it's a long season and again they have a team that when they're firing on all cylinders like they are now Mm -hmm. like they're dominant and for Dallas it's just like this offense, like, where is this Tony Pollard that we were told is going to like break yeah, open the run league it for them. like twenty? He's done nothing. Mm-hmm. He's done. He's been completely disappeared. CD Lamb, who's talked about like this Michael Irvin type, doesn't feel like he should be in the in the top echelons of of receivers. It just feels like the Dallas overhype machine of this team that yeah. we just kept kept buying into because they beat the Giants forty to nothing in Week One. Uh, so they got 42 put on them, kind of just like Miami. They were a team yeah. feeling themselves, and they got punched in the mouth. So are they dead? No, but I think right now Dax, he's got to he's got to be better again. If you're yeah. gonna, if you want to be in the big, the big dogs up with the big dogs, you gotta you gotta get a bigger bark. Yeah, you gotta learn to bite because like his three interceptions were were bad. You know, some of them the last one was like Jesus, pal, what are you doing? I'm yeah. obviously it's a 49ers defense, but. He can just be so up and down. I mean, it's obvious the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs, but it's what you, you know, this is what you're looking to face. And and if you're looking at a 42 to 10 pasting, you know, Dallas said, you know, well, if we do it again, we played again. If you played them again, it could be 70 to nothing. You don't know. I mean, there wasn't even close. There was just a beating in that one. Um, But good for the 49ers. They continue to steam on just separating themselves. But again, you know, it's week five. Who who knows? It it could be a a Detroit or someone else comes in and takes a plop at them. The final game we had was our Monday nighter as the Green Bay Packers ran into Las Vegas. Uh, Green Bay was favored by one, but it was Las Vegas that did all the work. Uh, Jordan Love looked absolutely atrocious. Uh, he was just yeah. throwing just horrible things. Um, and, you know, 
three time, three interceptions. He couldn't see the they couldn't get the ball running. Jimmy G actually looked pretty good, uh, even though he had only one touchdown, one interception. You know, AJ Dillon could well, get he had it a going. classic Jimmy. He just had a classic Jimmy G game, right? Yeah. Just nothing spectacular. Nothing just gets a win. Like a couple. Of, yeah, he always throws like he always throws one bad pick or one yeah. pick, but. He's just at least competent enough to kind of get you through it. But yeah, this one's all on Jordan Love, like three three interceptions. And yeah, a couple of them are bad. That one in the end zone. It's a nice play yeah. by the Raider. But yeah. he had got to be better, man. He's just, again, it's, it's been a pattern now. There, this has been a couple of games in a row, especially when he's – he need, he doesn't have Bakhtiari and he doesn't have Aaron Jones, and that is a big problem. I think yeah. when he's had those two guys, he looks pretty decent. I think it's been – their offensive line struggling – and again, it's just outside of Christian Watson is great. Romeo Dobbs is not a number two right now. He mm-hmm. just doesn't just doesn't do it. They still need more weapons. So I think you just got to kind of just take your lumps to Jordan Love this year. And no matter what, if unless he just it's a complete like just vomits all over. Like they, unless he does that. There's no yeah. way I don't think to give him another year and maybe for one screen bay draft a receiver in the first round when you have like the maybe the 15, 16 pick at this rate. Yeah. Like that's what you got to do. Get him some weapons. You got to, if you're going to give him any chances to, to, to succeed, especially in the NFL now, that's what it's about. It's all about weapons. If you don't have them, you, you're, you're dead. You're dead in the water. I, I mean, look, I think they've got some weapons there. You, you mentioned, I know, but... we have Christian Watson, but Christian Watson yeah. is not enough. Is not enough to get you I mean, through. you look at Aaron Rodgers could, could make uh, things that are, Guys, he found in the back of the couch. Well, so. he couldn't last year when he uh, had the well, same. Well, I mean, he, but that the team was starting to fall down. I think he's starting to see the decline of the team. But what, what's really surprising is they just can't score in the first half. Like every game, they 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 need the second half to come back every game. Um, and they were able to put ten in the, in the second half, but still three points. They just looked horrible in it. So if you're a team facing, it's like, oh, all we need to do is build up a lead and you know wait for them to to throw picks. Um, the fact that you weren't able to beat a team that it's quite beatable in 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 Las Vegas. This should have been a win. Um, so you know, not not very good for them. Um, you know, and it, you take a, a take another loss, but you know, good for Vegas to get the win. Jimmy G looks good. You know, that's he's always looking good. Um, so let's move <laughs> on. It's uh, it's weird. that's that's gonna he's gonna trademark that 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 sentence. Yeah, always uh, good. Always looking good. So we move oh. in. Uh, we're, we're moving in now. It's week six. Holy crap. We're moving through the season. It is a Thursday night football game in week six as the Denver Broncos uh, are visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, the weather is not supposed to be good for this one. Uh, it's supposed to be very rainy, very crappy. Um, Kansas City is four and one. They are ten and a half point favorites. Denver is one and four. Uh, the 47 and a half points is the over under. Um. What what are you thinking in this one? In terms well, of, I mean, obviously, since it's a pr- it's a primetime game, so obviously, uh, Tay Tay will yeah. be in the house without a doubt. Shake it off, shake. Yeah, so um, it's going to be super annoying. These are the games that I would only watch the highlights of, just yeah. so I don't have to see the cut the cutaway fifty thousand times. And it has and and it doesn't have anything. I have no problem with Taylor Swift. I would find it equally annoying as if it was like. Um, Trying to think who like, any actor, any any celebrity, any person. I would Jeremy Piven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, Al Pacino. Yeah, exactly. Pacino, he's sleeping. It's like, why are we going to him? Yeah, just keep. He's hundred years old, holding holding his newborn baby. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I again, damn, how could you pick? This is gonna be a bloodbath. This is gonna be absolute. This isn't even worth like the forty minute recap of watching it on just the zone. This one, you can just go straight to highlights. Yeah. This one. Um, there's nothing really much. I mean, you're gonna Mahomes is just gonna do his thing. It's it's it, wait, is it in Denver? It's in really Kansas City, I think. Oh, it's in Kansas City. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Um, how can you pick Denver after what's happened? You know, they lost they've they've lost to the Bears, they've lost to the Jets, and now you get Kansas City, who kind of needs this game, a kind of just to kind of beat someone up, you know you can beat up game just to build your confidence, you know. Like when they gave Mike Tyson, who had to fight, uh, what's his name in the first fight, Peter McNeely. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, just fight this pizza yeah, delivery boy, fat white boy. <laughs> just feel good about yourself. So yeah. that's what this feels like. This feels like a Peter McNeely versus Tyson fight. So I'm gonna go with um, Kansas City to win, uh, forty to seventeen. I didn't think it'd be close. I, I, mean, I don't think it'll be that what close. The, the only thing I think is going to keep it down is the weather because it's supposed to be nasty in Kansas City tonight. It's supposed to be really rainy and and windy and stuff like that. So I could see maybe the deep balls not going so far, particularly Russ. Um, but I could see Kelsey obviously being used quite a bit in this one. Um, running game as well. I think the only way Denver stays in this is to run the ball. <laughs> That's the only way you're going to stand because Kansas City, it seems to be their only weakness. I too, though, cannot see anything but... You know, luckily, maybe the Denver defense gets something for them. 28 to 13 is what I've got it. I've only got it low because, again, the weather is supposed to be crap. But Kansas City easily covering this one. That's it for our week five crit and our TNF prediction for week six. Folks, uh, it's the last game in London uh, at Baltimore playing this weekend. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll have a preview for you as well. There's also a big cruise going on this uh, Saturday or Sunday before the game. It's on our website if you want to see that as well. Folks, thanks for listening, and we'll have our preview for week six in the next episode.